Your company is engaged in a lot of hydraulic fracturing. What chemicals are used in the process? We, uh, we've listed, uh, I'll start with uh, hydrochloric or muralatic acid. There was dead crawdads. There was dead rabbits, dead birds. As a chemical that would help dissolve some of the, the muds in the wellbore. I get headaches all of the time. Actually, the whole family gets headaches. Uh, we would use an antibacterial agent such as glutaraldehyde. He says, do you see this big dark spot? That's brain damage. Uh, we would have uh, a need for a breaker that would take away some of the viscosity from our fluid that we, that we would use in ammonia. A part of who you are is being destroyed by the actions of others. No one should ever have to go through what I went through and call them crying, begging for help, and be told no. Uh, we would need a corrosion inhibitor. It just like popped and caught on, on fire. I can often hold a standard kitchen match to my water and the methane randomly travels with the water. That's the corrosion inhibitor. And it will light quite spectacularly. It's uh, dimethyl formaldehyde, the uh, cross linker that we use. Just like that. Welcome back to Nurse Talk. I'm Casey Hobbs, and sitting in for Shane Mason is RN and Professor Barbara Sattler. Barbara, the clip we just heard says a lot at the end as a woman actually lights her water on fire. Isn't that a very clear demonstration of the health dangers fracking imposes? Well, it is, except for the industry uh, continually tells us that it's not a problem. And right now, our politicians seem to be in in some areas, listening more to the industry than to the community members or the public health community. Well, what do you mean they say it's not a problem? So are they saying that because methane comes out and you can light that on fire, that that doesn't cause any harm? They are, they are denying that it has come from the fracking processes in the area in most oh, instances. Oh, so they're thinking that they could light their, their water on fire even before fracking came into their community. Well, I'm just, I, I'm not a believer in that, but clearly that is what the industry has been saying. And, and they have just taken a stance that fracking is not causing health problems. Now, interestingly, over this last year, there's been some great reports and statewide responses to the reports. So, for instance, in New York, there was a statewide report that reviewed the literature about what we know about health effects and ecological effects in fracking. And uh, at the end of that report, the governor banned fracking from coming into the state. Wow. And then in Maryland, uh, also before they had fracking, a new report uh, this past spring uh, came out, and the governor there said, boy, I don't want this in my state. But we've got a lot of other states um, where fracking was embraced uh, Everybody knows about North Dakota, and some people know about Oklahoma, but also Ohio and Pennsylvania. They're fracking everywhere, including the governor gave them the state parks to frack in. Oh. And um, those areas where it, fracking is already occurring or gas and oil drilling is, you know, is part of the culture, like in California in many areas, it's much harder for us to get our governors to really uh, take a stance about this and to come up with a clear plan about how we're going to not keep con- expanding on these kinds of extraction techniques, but really move to renewables. Well, just explain to me for a minute. So these reports that come out that the governor of New York then nicely banned fracking in his state, so the reports must show that there is great harm to the community, yes. both in the land and in people's health. Yes, and and we just got a report in California two weeks ago that 
uh, said the same thing. And uh, unfortunately, our, our governor has not uh, run with that in the same way that the governors in other states have. He's still very committed to seeing fracking and and other kinds of extraction um, that, uh, that basically um, this needs to be a bridge for us to go to renewables, but it's a bridge to nowhere if you don't have a clear plan. That's for sure. And was there not a report uh, released yesterday? What did that show? Yeah, the, I think that the report um, that, that may have been in the news yesterday was actually released a couple of weeks ago, and it basically reviewed the same literature that it's showing that in communities where uh, this particular kind of gas extraction is happening, um, that people have headaches and animals have been sick and kids are having nosebleeds and a wide array of other um, signs and symptoms. But the other thing that we need to note is that these chronic exposures are probably teeing them up for longer-term chronic diseases and, uh, you know, perhaps diseases that we're going to see later on. That, that uh, unfortunately, then the people will be far into their illnesses and it'll be harder for them to get any good health care as a result of, of years of that. <laughs> 